judge. He remembers the righteousness that we offer unto him. Glory be to God. He remembered when people lied on us. And the devil told us to fight back and to get violent and to cuss out people. And we denied our flesh and remained into position and into alignment with God. I want you to understand that God remembers your holiness. So when you get in trouble, hallelujah, the devil has no legal grounds over your life because you belong to God. Amen, amen, amen. Glory be to God on this blessed Friday morning. I hope all of you and your families are doing well out there and striving to draw closer to the Lord in your faith, in your relationship with him through his son Jesus. Amen. And as always, welcome to the Deliverance and Breakthrough channel. It is truly a blessing uh, to experience the love of God and the life that dwells within his presence through his son Jesus as we seek him. I thank God for using uh, me as an instrument to bring spiritual growth and accountability and deliverance and healing into the lives of others. It is truly a blessing. I thank God for the call that is upon my life and and um, many others as well who seek uh, biblical truth and who have a hunger for ministry. And uh, I thank God for those of you who support the biblical truth on this channel. Amen. I thank God for the fellowship that I experience with um, many of you. Uh, the fellowship has truly been a blessing and it builds me up in the spirit and I do not take uh, your kindness for granted. I pray for each and every person that is connected to this channel and those that drop by this channel. And even those of you who I haven't had a chance to fellowship with, I also thank you uh, as well for dropping by from time to time. Amen. Uh, my prayer is that God would use um, deliverance and breakthrough as a spiritual refuge to really address the issues and that God will use me to talk uh, to you, your heart, your mind, and your soul, and not to talk at you. Amen. I thank God for it. I want to continue to encourage those of you who are on the battlefield of the Lord, wherever God has placed you, rather you're being used in a ministry, house worship, rather you're passing out Bible tracts, helping the uh, poor and those in need. Rather, you're, um, you know, being a witness on your job and your family, wherever God has placed you, even on these social media platforms, wherever God has placed you. I want you to be encouraged to continue to press forward into those things that God has called you to, to do. Um, I understand and I sense that the spiritual warfare in many of your lives has been very aggressive as it has been in my own life as well. Um, so we must press forward. Uh, because God is with us, and uh, he would empower us to overcome the distractions of the enemy and to fulfill our assignment. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. There is a word from the Lord that I want to share or transmit in your life through spiritual sensitivity. As always, if this word is not for you, I pray that you would pray for those this word is for or use this spiritual content as biblical reference 
and uh, spiritual growth and accountability. Amen. Um, today, I want to talk to you about um, the the broad path to hell. I want to talk to you about that. The broad path to hell. Um, I want to deal with that this morning. There's an anointing upon me to gently uh, teach this in hopes that someone would be delivered and set free. Um, I'm fully aware that there are many of you who love God, and there are a lot of people who have a relationship with, with God, and they have no interest in the uh, sinful wickedness in this world. Many of you have sold out to the Lord, and you've learned how to deny your flesh. And many of you have made up in your mind that you are going to follow God until the end. Amen. I thank God for you. But however, there's another group of people that I want to go after, those that do not have a relationship with God and those that are religious and they're living in sin. And you also have a demographic of people who um, truly don't even believe in God or they're just uh they just have no interest in faith or a relationship with God. It is a reality that many of, of us have family members who are not saved. Uh, many of us may have friends or people that we work with or even those that we uh, have grew up with that don't have a relationship with God. And it's quite disturbing and sad that there are a lot of people who are living below the standard of holiness. Uh, there are a lot of people who, if God was to return for them today, uh, they would not make it into uh, the kingdom of God because they don't have a relationship with God. Um, sin and wickedness is also an issue for those even in ministry. There are pastors and preachers, apostles and uh, prophets and evangelists and teachers who are called in ministry, and many of them are, don't have a relationship with God. And it's very disturbing to know that there are people that are on their way to hell and eternal separation from God. And that truly grieves, really grieves my spirit. And I teach this from a broken place because it really grieves my spirit to know that there are some people who are fully unaware of the horrific things that will happen to them when they reject God's plan of salvation. And I really want to deal with this. Jesus says it very beautifully. There is a a passage of scripture that I'll use as a reference in this content and I'll post it in the description of this content. Well, Jesus talks about wide is the gate and broad is the path that leads to destruction. And there will be many that will go in that direction. Um, it is a reality Rather, many of us want to believe it or not, or rather we want to acknowledge it or even think about it. 
that hell is real. And I want you to understand that for those of you who are living in sin, living in sexual sin, sexual immorality, or just living in sin and wickedness, period, I want you to understand that hell is real and that the enemy, Satan, and the spiritual wickedness that is around us, they want your soul so bad. And the enemy is obsessed with leading and deceiving people into hell. I want you to understand that hell needs souls. And there are many people that are entering into hell at a very high frequency. Jesus says it, and he acknowledges it. There will be many that will be on this broad path to hell. And there are so many people who believe that holiness is not that serious. There are people who believe that living in sin is perfectly okay because they believe that Jesus, that God sent his son Jesus to die for our sins, for us to live in sin, which is deception of the enemy. And the Bible talks about that. Uh, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbids. Um, I want you to understand is that God loves us so much and that deliverance is available right now to those of you who really want to be set free from living in sin. But I want you to understand is that why would God send his son Jesus to earth? To die for our sins. Only for us to live in sin. And then when we, when our physical bodies die on this natural end, then he accepts us into heaven. People that is uh, deceptions of the enemy. And many of you who feel that way are being deceived. I want you to understand is that living in sin, it has the ability to blind us from a relationship with God. Living in sin creates spiritual numbness and spiritual blindness. Now, I want to take you deeper into my own life because I want you to understand that I understand the struggle. Before I got saved at 19, if I would have, if I would have died anywhere between, you know, the time I became accountable unto salvation up until that 19, until I was 19 year, years old, um, I understand that I would have went to hell. And what scares me about it is even though I knew that something was missing in my life, I knew that God was real, and I knew that salvation was real. But because I was living in sin, the sin that I was living in, it felt normal. It felt natural. And it's quite, as I look back over my life and I begin to understand um, things more clearly as I grow more, more wise in, in faith, I was literally on my way to hell. And um, 
That thought frightens me, but I thank God for his love and his grace and his mercy that gave me chance after chance to accept salvation. And at 19, I did. I'm, I'm in my uh, early to mid-40s now. And I thank God for opening up my eyes uh, 20, 25 years ago. I thank God for that. But, but there's a lot of people that are living in sin, and they think it's normal. And that's what the enemy does. The Bible talks about that the God of this world has them blinded. And the only way that they can be broken is, is if the Spirit of God begins to shine in them. And that comes through um, repentance and salvation and a hunger for holiness and to deny our flesh. Um, it just grieves my spirit to know that. And... Once saved, always saved is not of God. And once saved, always saved teaches people that they can live in sin and it's okay because they believed in God. But that that contradicts what the word of God said. Uh, Jesus makes it clear that there shall be many that will stand before him. And they will say, you know, God, you know, did not do this and did not cast out devils or I prophesy in your name and did wonderful works. And they will be told, depart from me. I never knew you. I want you to understand is that um, religious movement while believing in God and still practicing sin with no desire to repentance, it will lead to hell and eternal separation from God. And the false church, the religious system of Satan, has been established and created to keep people in religion, but not in relationship. These are religious systems to where the pastors are not holy. The true gospel of salvation and repentance and holiness and deliverance is not being teached and the power of God is not able to operate in these false ministries, hence, which is leading people down a wrong path. Because many people believe that holiness is not that serious. Now, I want you to understand is that as difficult as it is, I listen to several hell testimonies. And the reason why is that it keeps me spiritually alert to know that this is where people are going. And even my own self, if I chose to leave God and go back into sin. And that is why I listen to a few hell testimonies out of the week. Because it keeps me spiritually alert. It keeps me sober and it keeps me vigilant to be concerned about souls. To anyone that comes across this content that you're living in sin, I want to warn you that hell is real and that this is your day to get right with God and to walk away from the evil illusions and pleasures of this world. And I want you to understand that the enemy is deceiving many people into investing so much into temporary pleasures of this world and they are forfeiting their eternal uh, uh, position in God. Okay? Hell is real. And I listened to one the other day, and it was 45 minutes long. 
and I could have wept through it. I mean, it was so detailed and it was so graphic. And uh, this was a particular artist. I think they were a uh, Chinese or a Japanese person. Uh, the Lord showed them a vision of hell, and they painted a uh, they painted the images that they saw. And it was the most graphic and the most horrific, um, horrific things that would make any horror movie look like a kiddie show. That's how detailed and how horrific it was, the torment and the torture that was happening to them as they were being tormented in hell. People, the things that these demons were doing to these people was indescribable. People that were living in sexual immorality who had no desire to repent. These demons was literally um, just torturing them in their private areas of their body. People, it was so much going on. The It was so much that I almost can't even, I'm fearful even talking about this. Because it's so frightening. And to know that there are people who are going to this place. And there are so many people that believe that they're okay. They literally believe that they're okay. And the enemy knows that he's going to collect a lot of souls. He knows that many. And that's why Jesus says that many shall follow. Many shall follow this path. Wide is the gate. And broad is the path that leads to destruction. And you know there's a scripture that comes to mind. When I, when I look back at the passage of scripture with uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and King Nebuchadnezzar said that any to everyone that does not bow down to this graven image, they will be thrown into the fire. Out of all of those people uh, that was, I'm sure, present at that moment, only three of them chose not to bow down. And that was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I often wonder how many people chose not to bow down. And I believe that passage of scripture shows us that there are people, there are trillions and billions of people who are going, who refuse to seek the ways of holiness. There shall be tons and tons of people that will go in the other direction that leads to destruction because it's comfortable. See? And that passage teaches us that many people follow the crowd. They follow the ways of the world because it's fun to their flesh. It pleases their flesh. And in our flesh, sin and wickedness is fun. It feels good. And this is why there are so many people that is headed to eternal separation from God and hell. Because they refuse to deny their flesh. And I want you to understand one of the biggest strategies, and there's many, but one of the biggest strategies of the enemy is sexual immorality. And I really deal with that on this channel. I'm fully aware that sin is sin. I'm fully aware that there are people who, who don't 
who don't engage in sexual immorality and they're still on their way to hell because of lack of holiness and a genuine, authentic relationship with God. And I'm going to address that as we dig deeper into this content. But I really want to focus on sexual immorality. This is the, the big one. There's those that are comfortable in fornication and they believe that they're okay. There's people that is comfortable in adultery and the enemy has them blinded and they believe that they are okay. And these individuals are literally flirting, literally flirting with destruction. There's people that have issues with masturbation and they're comfortable in that. And there's some people that, that struggle with it. And there's some people that have no desire to repent. There's people that struggle with same gender. And some of them have no desire to repent. There's those that, that are um, habitual and they practice going on pornography. And they have no desire to repent. There's those that are engaging in sexual immorality at a high level. And they think that some of them believe that they're okay. And this is what the enemy uses. He uses these, these, these things. Because he knows that sexual immorality is very aggressive. And that the only way that it can be broken is through genuine repentance and the power of God operating in our lives. Okay? Now, I want you to understand that everything that God tells us to stay away from, he's already spiritually engineered and equipped us to overcome sin. Okay? All of the tools that are available to us, working on our behalves, if we want to be delivered, living in sin, and being on the broad path to hell does not have to be their reality. We have the presence of Almighty God in our favor. We have His Son, Jesus, in our favor. We have His Spirit in our favor. We have the Word of God that gives us biblical counsel. We have righteous angels of warfare that God de deploys from heaven to fight for us. There is no excuse to continue in sin. We do what is important to us. And there's a lot of people that believe that they're going to live their best life in sin. And on their deathbed, they believe that they'll just ask God for repentance and that God will accept them into heaven. I want you to understand that God will not be pimped. He cannot be pimped or played or manipulated. Repentance of manipulation will not be honored. And I often have these, these conversations with my wife because um, we have several deep conversations about spirituality. And just because that person on their deathbed asked God to forgive them and they, they sought out re repentance, it doesn't necessarily mean that God accepted it. Because he knows that there's some people that um, tried to wait until the end to live their best life in sin. And they believe that they'll just ask him to forgive them in the end. See, that's premeditated repentance and it's, it's, it's disingenuous. 
and God isn't going to receive that. Now, I do believe that there are some people who made it to their deathbed and, and, and they repented and they meant it and it wasn't premeditated. And God will receive that as he chooses. But it breaks my heart that there are people that are headed to hell. It grieves my spirit to know what is going to happen to them if they don't accept God's love of repentance. And anytime I see a very violent news article about someone that died, my first reaction is, I wonder, was they saved? It is quite frightening to be on the natural realm on one minute and to be dead and gone the next minute and your spirit transitions to another place that you was not prepared for. And I often think about people who ended up in hell once they passed away. And in that moment, there were several people. Now in that moment, when they left here not being saved, everything now, everything now is revealed. And these individuals now realize that they're in hell and they realized that holiness and salvation was that serious and that God was not playing the whole time. But now it's too late. And that's what gets me about some of these hell testimonies. And many of them, the ones I listen to, it bear witness with my soul. Because as I listen to it, I'm sensing in my spirit that the vision that many of them have is coming straight from the Lord to warn people of the how dangerous and how detrimental living in sin is. And it grieves me to know that there was people who are down there right now who want another chance to come back to earth and to warn people that, man, it's real. That Bible track that some individuals just tossed in the trash or scoffed at it or laughed at it, that was God trying to get them. That family member that kept telling that, that person over and over again that God loves you and that you need to turn from sin. I'm sure they would love to have another chance to come to earth and repent. And, and to that person that would not leave those ungodly relationships and they put that man or that woman above God, even as God was telling them to disconnect themselves from that and they end up passing away in that sinful state, they would love to come back to earth and, and, and to give it and to be given another chance. People, hell is real and the torment that these people experience is unlike anything you could ever imagine. Many people are headed down that path. You got pastors who are preaching the gospel, but they're living in sin. They're deceiving themselves and their, their religious movement profits nothing because they don't have a relationship with, with God. There will be many people who proclaim faith that will be shocked and surprised when they are rejected because they understood a Sunday pew, 
but they turn a deaf ear to a relationship with God. And I'm very grieved because there are prophets. There are prophets who prophesy, and many of them can be accurate at times, but they're living in sin. There's evangelists who are teaching and prophesying, but they're living in sin. And it's all for nothing. That's why the Bible says, be be doers of the word and not only hearers, deceiving yourself. How are they deceived? Because they think they're okay and they're not. I want many of you to understand that when God says, be ye holy for I am holy, I want you to multiply that times a million. It's that serious. But here's what the enemy comes in. That now holiness has been turned to being legalistic. Holiness has been been turned to being works-based. I want you to understand holiness when you love God and when you have really surrendered to him and having a relationship with God, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a natural hunger for holiness and spiritual growth. Yes, we'll sin from time to time. And there's some people who can go several days without sinning even longer. Because I want you to understand. And I'll share this with you. There's days to where uh, me and my wife would have conversations and, and we talk about how, um, you know, the, 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 the higher levels of being righteous. And we'll ask ourselves, do you think you committed sin on today? And there were some moments where I said, no, I don't believe I did. And there were some moments that she said, no, I can't think of anything I did. People, it is possible to live a life that is holy. It is possible to feed yourself the things of God at a high level. We don't have to live in sin and be on that broad path to hell. It is possible. You know how? When there's a hunger, when there's a desire for this, when there's a hunger to please God, you will begin to hate sin. You will begin to hate going back to that vomit of sin and things that God has already delivered you from. It's obtainable. And there's some people that believe that being saved is, is too hard. I understand it's a challenge. And it can be difficult at times. But through the power of God working in our lives, we can deny our flesh and turn from sin. Hell does not have to be our reality.